is up, all my crazy crackers? I can't see you, Ron. Why not? I don't know. You got your camera turned off. Oh, no. <laughs> the virtual camera. I forgot to turn that go. shit on. Oops. <laughs> Always one more button. Every time. Every Especially single. the airplane I'm flying today. Yes. <laughs> oh, you're back in the air oh, today. Ron, so many buttons. 400 <laughs> buttons. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, but are you having fun? Yes. And that's uh, I, wanted, I, I have wanted this for thirty years now. To be in a, in the real airline, to be flying for doing what I am doing now for a living, and I love it. He's he's an excited boy, folks. Find something you love and find a way to get paid doing it. Yes. It, then it's not work. Yeah, a lot of people say some stupid shit about that, right? And I'm just like, y'all. I'm don't, here to tell you, it's real. Y'all don't I've understand. Been doing it for Thirteen years now. It's not always fun and games. No, it's still a job. You, yeah, it's still a job. But there's a lot of times when it does not feel like work because you're doing what you want to do. And bingo, that's it right there. Is yes. it, it, if it find something you love and find a way to get paid doing it. It is possible, usually. <laughs> Granted, folks, thanks to the Internet, I'd say probably any of that's possible. Whether it's legal or not, <laughs> <laughs> I want to get paid. Question. I want to get paid to make methamphetamines. <laughs> Doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, it, it it it's possible. It it may not be advisable, <laughs> depending on what you're into. <laughs> I did not fix my camera before we started this this show, nope. so I am I am currently tinkering with myself here. <laughs> That's what happens when we don't do the show for two weeks. <laughs> and well, I ended up having, I have to do this every time. Hmm. And it's like it won't save the settings. And in this regard, I'm just going to go back to auto because that was annoying. Anyway, say okay. And there we go. We're good to go. Close the screen. There we go. All right. So. Well, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Porch Factor. I am Ron. I am Drew. And we are chilling like villains at <laughs> fresh 1045 in the morning Eastern time. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I've been getting up early the last couple of days, so I'm just like wide awake going, hmm, all right. <laughs> what we are we do something this morning, are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we are like, hey, you good to go for tomorrow morning? I'm like, yeah. And I realized, oh, wait a minute. We never set a time. <laughs> no, oh, I figured we were going to do just like the regular time, right? Well, we've only done this twice, so the regular uh, time, and I think we've done it at different times, both times. Yeah, so, like, the, the regular uh, time is a quote-unquote time. <laughs> a regular time, and we didn't even start at the top of the hour like we usually do. No, and that was that was, uh, that was was my bad. Um, did, I don't know what it has been like the last two days. Eh, excuse me, last two days or so. I have been sleeping in. I, you know me. I mean, we used to live together. I didn't sleep yeah. in. Even, even working third shift, you know, when I was in security in Florida. You're up with the sun. Guaranteed. Right. Every time. And it sucked because it was like, hey, I need some sleep because I'm going to go back on duty in like eight hours. <laughs> sucks. Uh, yeah, no, like lately, like the past two or three days, I've been sleeping to like 1030 straight up. 
I hell, I was I was airborne before the sun was over the horizon yesterday morning. Yes, <laughs> I watched the sunrise from the air. And that is way too goddamn beautiful. Yeah, especially well, it was weird because it was literally uh, taken off out of Baltimore, no freaking clouds, clear and fifty. And I'm like, damn, this is the kind of morning. Like, give me those really high ass clouds that'll light up from the sun underneath right before it pops up. Yes. Nah. Nah. <laughs> Sadly, no. Nah. I had a guy the other day um, who was talking about. I forget what he was talking about. He was talking about doing something some event they were at or something like that. And the, uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, <laughs> cause he was describing the place as he goes, yeah, man, we got up, we got up there and he said something about what they picked up or something like that. And he goes, then when we got to the place, I mean, it was, it was clear. It was like, the sky was like nine 11 clear. And I'm like, that's a weird reference. Strange flex, but okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting way to describe it. I'm just like, I mean, if you were there, you know, but holy shit, dude! You know, yeah, that, uh, that that that's a weird way to describe it. Isn't it? Didn't they say it on speaking of South Park? Didn't they say it on South Park? It was like twenty three point three years or something like that, and then it's funny the AIDS joke that they did. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Said AIDS, and they started laughing. They're like, "Oh wait, is it funny?" And there's like, "All right, twenty three point three here." Man, yeah, we're good. <laughs> oh man, we're not quite at that for. <laughs> I for I'm honestly not sure we ever will be, but okay. <clears throat> I mean, it, I, I I I we will be. again, folks. We're 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 the edge lords of edge lords here, and even we're sitting here going, eh, "I don't know about that one, <laughs> <laughs> bro." If we're saying pump the brakes. Oh, the fucking breaks. <laughs> well, it's just like um, uh, uh, Pearl Harbor, right? Yeah. The literally the only other attack on our shores, and it, it, I'm sure it was like that. But eventually, it did get to itself of of references like that. You know, it's like I think eventually they stopped calling them Japs and just started calling them Japanese people. Again. Well, yes, stop calling them because <laughs> really I just that, found that the. Took- that took a couple generations to go away. I just found the Japs steaming for Pearl Harbor, for Pearl Harbor yeah, you know? Yeah, Terry like- steaming for Pearl Harbor. As uh, I try to do my mis- yeah, try to do my Massachusetts Kennedy accent. Yeah, but it wasn't even Kennedy that said it. No, but it, it, it it's the same voice, though. It, it really <laughs> he's, is. He's, he's one of the Kennedy bros. So He really yeah. was. Really was. All right, yes, I am changing the white balance. because Yes, we, so folks, we just celebrated the 60th anniversary of the Cuban Missile Crisis about a month ago. Yeah, you know, we actually had that on one of the show preps, right? And the thing that uh, that we didn't do, and I wish we had done, dude, what is with this? Is it like, Ron tinkers with more tech. <laughs> like crazy saturated or something? What the fuck? Love how Ron is literally in a room with no windows and the camera's different every time. Meanwhile, my ass has windows at the other end that are open, or at least the blinds are. And I'm just like, all right, because we're doing it in daytime, I have to deal with changing light levels because the sun's coming up and I have a tall building right across from me. So I'm like, oh, okay, it's shadows and light and shit actually changing. Nope. This this shit looks exactly the exactly same. Exactly the same. Every time. Me, you know. I literally I, I have my USB hub with the webcam and the and the microphone all set up. I'm like, on, on, 
turn on open app and go drive gas Gas. go Go. no every time for my setup mine's about as complicated as the fact that we just sent like the 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 spaceship we just sent to the fucking moon is what it feels like finally the third launch attempt they finally managed to get the thing going yeah what fuel leaks the first two yeah yep uh one was one was the fuel leak and i think there was something else i thought Maybe not. Maybe it was all just part of the fuel leak because they ended up having to send folks, technicians, um, to the pad. Yeah. While it was, you know, fueled up and ready. Fueled. I mean, they they were like, "Hey, can you go over to that bomb over there and fix it?" Yeah, and you go to that gigantic <laughs> explosive over there. It's like, yeah. Hey, how many hundreds of tons of freaking liquid hydrogen and liquid oxygen do we have here? Plus two gigantic solid fuel bottle rockets strapped yes. on either side of it. It's like, yeah, how you much? just walk over there while it's all fueled up and pressurized and 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 turn wrenches. Yeah, the RS sure. the RSO standing there and they turn around and ask him that. So, how much uh, explosive do we have out there? And the RSO goes, yes, yes, yeah, it it. It, it, if the thing goes on the pad, it'll level the gantry. There's a reason why, why the closest humans, other than the ones on top of the stick, are three miles, miles. away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they got rid of the blockhouses for the big yes. launches. I think 34 was the last one. The Saturn 1Bs, the Apollo 1 pad that they ended up launching on the Saturn 1Bs from. That was the last one where they actually built the blockhouse at the pad. Yeah. And the blockhouse I refer to, folks, is the bunker yeah. <laughs> where the launch crew pushed the button. That's <laughs> like it had to be pretty stout because of what we just talked about. Then they started doing things <clears throat> rockets that are 360 feet tall. And they're like, yeah, I, I, I don't think the blockhouse is going to be strong enough. We need to back up a bit. <laughs> Just, just, just a tad. Just a little bit. Um, um, uh, the moon. The moon. We're at the fucking dude. We're at the fucking moon. Taking pictures of the far side. That was neat. Yeah, you took a. They took a picture of the yeah. nipple. That is such a wild because when you think about the moon, it revolves around the Earth about 28, 29 days, and literally its rotation is the exact same speed. So the side of the moon facing us is always the same side. So if you're standing on the moon looking up at the Earth, it never moves. Right. That's a wild thing to think about. So when we talk about the far side of the moon, take a picture of it and like, that looks nothing like the moon I've ever seen. Exactly. Right. Because I seriously think you can count on your fingers the number of human beings who've actually seen that side of the moon with their own eyes. Oh, here we go. I just can't wait until they download the real pictures from this fucking thing. Not not the ones that are being streamed at. at That's true, because it does go around and it's going to come back and get recovered here. Yes. I'm yeah. waiting for it to send some good photos because this kilobits shit. Because <laughs> the download you rate. You got to figure after. I mean, it's a Russians, quarter million miles okay. from here. So. <laughs> the Russians put a freaking probe. or did, did Basically did this same mission in 1959, 1960, literally took a film camera up right, and literally broadcast images from the freaking orbit of the moon using film camera. And they did this shit 60 plus years ago. How the hell can we not do this, do better after all these years of development? What the hell? Well, I will say this. 
back then, they had almost no data coming back because there was very, very few sensors. There was very few things to send back streams of information for them. Put more antennas on the thing. This thing's also a lot larger than the probe the Soviets sent, too. Right. Guys, this thing's huge. It's like the Apollo command module, but more. But bigger. (laughs) It would actually be a, a comfy ride. Yeah, I, I think basically I think the Apollo command module, which is designed to hold three, and they enlarged it to hold seven. Yeah. And they've had this idea in the design phase for about 20 years now. It's, it was designed to be the replacement for the space shuttle. And they're like, all right, enough with the airplane shape. Let's do back to capsule shape. Yes, because it fucking works. It works. And it's like, all right, the whole reusable thing. Hey, we didn't really save much money doing that. <laughs> now, the, the launch portion of it. You yeah. save a fuck biblical tuck fuck yeah. fuck you ton of money. Yeah. But as far as the reusable vessel itself, not really. I mean, you yeah. probably spent just as much. The Artemis is basically they took the external tank and the boosters from the shuttle. Right. And adapted them into a capsule launching thing. So instead of strapping the shuttle to the back of it, nope, put a capsule on top of it. Yep. And I'm like, oh, okay. Genius. <laughs> It works. Would it be a much more comfy ride to the moon for the astronauts in a space shuttle? Sure. Possibly. You'd have to bring, depending, again, it, depending on how we do the landings and all that. Shit, how much of the cargo bay would be taken up by extra habitability space? Because seven people in the crew compartment in the shuttle, pretty freaking cramped. <laughs> it is still larger. I've been to than- space camp, folks. I've actually seen how, and they have faithful replicas of it that you actually use for the the mission you do at space camp i'm like i've seen it in person it's not very big now what i would love to see is it again almost if you could do like almost a side-by-side type of thing and the reason that i say that is because when we were kids obviously when you went to space camp you were a child yeah i was 10 it messes like dude i didn't realize it until i went back to some of my old schools when kiddos started going to those schools, you know, obviously we're in the same place. We're zoned for the same schools, like walking around those schools and realizing that the, the, the aspect ratio and the, and the, the, the visuals are so drastically different because of how I viewed them when I was little, you know, like the room seemed to be huge and you go there now and the room is fucking tiny. Like the gym at my elementary school, I thought that that was a that was a room that you could fit a blimp in. Yeah. When I was in elementary school, and we go in the freaking ceilings are so high, and oh my gosh, yep. it is dauntingly huge. And you walk in there, and you're like, oh yeah, twenty foot ceilings. Okay, cool. And you just it just <laughs> changes, and you don't realize it. And then you go in back, and you get a better perspective on what it actually is and you're just like damn <laughs> this is same big <laughs> this yeah. is not impressive at all <laughs> like i got bigger the room didn't nope and, oh man do i notice it now <laughs> and i got way bigger <laughs> rabble rabble i remember back when i was four feet tall I was like, man this joint looked immense now that i'm five foot ten I'm like whoa <laughs> bro <laughs> it's a different I just, story <laughs> i just had that the other day um, oh, 
Well, like in, in high school, obviously she goes to the same high school I went to as well. So I'm in there all the time, you know, with the band and stuff like that. And, and I go in and I've basically been the same height since I was probably a sophomore okay. in that school. So everything in that school matches because my perspective on it was exactly the same much. in 2003 yeah as it is 20 years later you know um but then when you go into some of the other ones like the middle school and stuff like that when i go in there to like vote and while she was going there going and i'm just like it's kind of mind-boggling not gonna lie <laughs> like, hmm. like oh all right this is kind of cool uh oh i had something written down so um yep we're at the freaking moon freaking moon one of the other things was so i'm assuming that everyone's just cool with the way things are going now because <laughs> yeah. nothing's you know nobody's on fire nobody's oh. burning down the taco bell china's jumping off right now though yeah a little bit <laughs> a little bit <laughs> We're like, all right, uh, can you have Tiananmen Square for a whole country this time? Because it right. might turn into that. Right. <laughs> it, it's moving in that direction. And folks, um, if you think this won't affect us, look at how much shit is made in China. Look around if your something room. something jumps off in China, it's going to be bad. Ro- like, look, look in the room that you're sitting in right now. The cell phone you may be watching us on was probably made at least in part in China. Your clothes, you bought them from the Gap Ooh, yeah. or whatever. Now, they were built Assuming made it wasn't Taiwan China. or Thailand or Korea or Vietnam right. or somewhere else in the Pacific Rim. Those, yeah, you because know, a lot of those countries have stepped up their industrial manufacturing to pick up the slack <laughs> from everybody who walks away from China after all the uh, shall we say less than pleasant things their government's done over the last 70 years. Right. But like all of the the like it's not it's not money making news anymore for this kind of stuff and the human condition stuff the stuff that started riots and 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 all kinds of crazy shit right it's not yeah. it's not cool anymore because it's not new it's not hip because the people pushing it are the ones who stand to lose if it happens <laughs> the people who were pushing it three two three uh, two years ago right are now the ones who stand to lose if it happens again. So they're not pushing it this time around. Exactly. So if y'all don't understand how much power the media, especially has on you (laughs) folks, take a look at how much backlash there's been against Elon Musk in the last two weeks over Twitter. Right. He decides to let people have free speech. Oh no. How oh, dare no. he? People are going to be allowed to talk and say what's on their mind. How Isn't the whole you? motto of Twitter when it was founded, tell us what you're thinking? What's right. on your mind? What's on your mind? I think yeah. it was. In 140 characters or less. Now it's 280. But yeah. Um, all And get this. He's making changes based on public polls that he puts up on Twitter. He says, should I do this? Yes or no? Yes. And then based no. on the results Whatever. of the poll. Oh, he okay. 
And we're like, wait, and, and everybody out there saying, oh, letting so many people back on Twitter to talk and this that's going to be a threat to democracy. I'm like, okay, the man is literally making decisions based on public polls, letting people vote and then doing what they want according to the majority rules. That is literally democracy, democracy folks. <laughs> if you think that's democracy is a threat to democracy, it's right. what they're saying. Just and I'm, and I'm think going, about that no. for a second. Think about that for a second. <laughs> No, obviously they didn't. <laughs> you got so many people who don't want the people they hate to have a voice. Right, at all. That's the, that's the essence That's of the it, problem. Folks. That's yeah. the problem. If you do not agree with Karen, Karen doesn't want yeah. you to be able to even say it. Yeah. Or they will lay in the, sc- in the streets and scream and cry like they're being murdered with knives. Because you're saying Because stuff. you're saying things that are triggering. Yeah. Like, I don't like these. Like, I can't. Like, you can't handle the truth. Absolutely not. None of them. literally what's going on here. None of them can handle the truth at all. And that's, that, I, that's really the biggest thing of it is that reality. They do not want reality. Yeah. So they want to change reality. But there's a certain aspect of reality that you can't change. Called reality. It's called reality. <laughs> called reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, and that's the thing is, oh yeah, they're out there saying this and that. Blah, 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 blah. Oh my god, this all totally. And then you got people who are actually taking a look at what's going on in the real world, going, "What planet are you living on? What color <laughs> is the sky on that planet?" Right. Because. Here on Earth, <laughs> well, we say that in the, the real sky, world, we say that the sky is blue, but uh, you know, according to them now, that's going to be racist it's against it's against Smurfs. It's racist yeah. against Smurfs. Of course, it's mind boggling, and that All brings me who have had control over the message for so long. Suddenly losing control of that message, and any dissent is allowed to have a voice. And these people go to DEFCON one immediately. They immediately go from they zero to. They do not go from five, flat. four, three, two, one. No, nope, they, they go, go from five time to, to launch one. missiles. Exactly. Click, click. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that and and that brings me to another note that I had for today's show is. The general IQ of the American public is frighteningly low, like scary, like y'all bitches about to forget how to do involuntary body motions, like breathing. How do I I breathe? How do I pee? Apparently. Can't figure that out. At some point, they're going to be like, well, breathing is racist. God, you know, there are folks out there, probably in some college faculty lounge who actually are saying that out loud. Or like that. I faculty- would not be shocked. <clears throat> literally was true. What was that other one uh, that was uh, the the it was like a uh, like a student center or something like that at a college? Where they were telling the white guy to leave because they oh, didn't yeah. say they wanted safe. Spaces. They wanted safe spaces, and white so, people were not allowed in their safe spaces. And I'd be I'm like, I'm pretty sure there's a word for this. It starts with an S, and it's something else that was brought to us by people who vote Democrat. 
this thing called segregation. You may have heard of it. I was going to like make them a sign that they could just print out and just email it to them. And it says blacks only, <laughs> no whites. <laughs> just be like, it's essentially what they're putting up on these signs. It's, all I did. All I did was copy and paste it from something from the sixties. <laughs> like, and you're you go. going like, okay, folks, um, separate, but equal. Is that what they want now? They I mean they're they're trying to bring back segregation. I don't know how many times we have said it on this show in its entire history, and not even just this show, but the previous shows, all uh, the way back for fourteen years and fifteen years we've been doing this. Fifteen years, and we say it the same way every fucking time. Equal is equal. Yeah. You. We want equality. Yeah. 100%. Not preferential treatment. You want, we want you equal want treatment. Y'all want preferential, preferential treatment. Exactly. That's what the essence <laughs> of the problem is. So everybody talking about, oh, you know, I tripped over this thing. Who can I sue? This uh, is on a massive 100,000 foot level of that exact same thing. People that yeah. you are not even remotely related to. Now, some people absolutely are, and they can trace it down. They can trace it down all day. It's going to be hard to trace some of it down because the records kept, you know, back in that time, especially of any slaves or anything like that was really, really bad. So it's total possible that you wouldn't be able to get back that far anyway. But if you are Haitian Mm -hmm. and you're black and you are an American citizen, you are not a victim of slavery. In this country. In this country. Oh, in other... (laughs) (laughs) It's like, how'd you get to Haiti in the first place? Right? I don't know. Why don't you ask the people who live next to you in the other village who sold you? Exactly. That's the thing that nobody Nobody wants to acknowledge in all of this. No, Folks, it takes two to tango on this. Americans are the only ones who have ever enslaved anybody. Is the way that they act every single day. And I'm these like people act like the pyramids don't exist. Right. I'm like, yo, I'm <laughs> Irish, like, bro. Um, I'm white and I'm Irish. All these ancient ruins, folks. Uh all this pretty stuff all over the world that you want to see that was built two, three, five, eight thousand years ago, whatever. Who do you think built that, folks? Made by slaves. It was not union labor that did it. I'll just put it that way. Like, oh, you know, how did they do Stonehenge? I'm like, how did they do Stonehenge? They lifted some boulders. Yeah. And I'm like, you want to know, you want to ask that real good question? How did they build, build a pyramid? How did they build Giza? Yeah. Okay. Take all of the rocks at Stonehenge, pile them all in one big brick and multiply that times two. And that's one block of the great pyramid of Giza. You go look at all and look at how damn big the thing is. It's hundreds of feet tall and hundreds of feet wide, and it's a pile of rocks. Yes. Those rocks needed to get up there, and they did not have engines no. back then. It was muscle. We were Pure the engines. Muscle. Us humans, we was the engine. Yeah. This carbon right here was Pure muscle under a whip. Yes. It's amazing how much folks. power you have. You and 190 other folks have. Well, like a couple thousand. <laughs> yeah, on one block. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Then you get, then you look at how they actually erect obelisks, which are really big blocks of rock. Exactly. <laughs> you know, 
or that uh what is it in india um the the iron pipe that has no rust on it at all and it's been there for an absurd amount of time india put oh in the pipe <laughs> lead no rust where are you iron pipe in the ancient world with no rust it's literally this one uh not to look for it in a different way Gonna say this is the first I'm hearing about it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's sitting in the middle of this um, this little courtyard thing. Hmm. Yeah, folks. Um, how do how do you think the eight the seven wonders of the world came about? It, it wasn't a whole lot of volunteers getting paid good money with breaks and time off and any of that. Mm-hmm. vacations no no they were they were lucky they got food and water at all i would so. say i'll just post this to the show page later when i mm-hmm. freaking find a fucking thing it was on the yeah, tv we're show trying to do this live on the air it's like oh no we're just wasting time yeah but now i gotta go and work with uh uh facebook support though in order to get a- access to our page back <laughs> Yeah, so what? Facebook has a thing called, what is it called? Uh, Meta Business Suite or whatever. I can't wait to watch Zuckerberg lose all of his money on that venture. Dude, they have, <laughs> it was a drop the other day. It was like Ooh. $700 billion in one day. I, I, I was the, like, I think the, yeah, Zuckerberg personally lost over half his net worth in, in I think, a, the space of like 48 hours. Yeah. I'm like, and the man's worth tens of billions of dollars, losing half of that. Now, granted, he's still got billions and billions in net worth, but still, that's a huge pile of money that just evaporated because of bad business. Yeah. Yikes. Here's a question. So if you've though. invested in it, <laughs> if you, uh, you've got mail, I hope you don't have stocks. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Soon it'll be total information technology. Tit. When you're sucking on the tit, I have you by the motherboard. <laughs> yes. All right, Robin Williams. Yes. Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to watch. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't want to watch that again. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I think I have it on DVD. I have to go dig it out. Ooh, DVD. Oh, yeah. God, that, is, that literally was 20 years old. I think it was 2002. Was it? Really? He, yeah, when he did that special. It was 20 years ago now. Damn. Dude, it's been eight years since he died. Yeah, I know. Damn. We were talking about that the other day. It was like uh, him and somebody else that were related. Oh, uh, um, um, uh, Bennington. Oh, yeah, Chester. Yeah, I was like, I got a... Uh, Four years ago now? Yeah. yeah, I got a thing on Facebook, you know, memories, you know, about, about uh, Bennington Day. And I'm just like, damn, damn, it's that long ago. Fuck, man. Well, the last three years have been so much of a damn blur. Next that, level. 
Yeah, I was just like, wait, it was just like, oh, 2019 is like fall of 2020. Like, where the, how are we in fall of 22 already? What the, <laughs> what? Why are we a month away from the end why, of this why year? Why are we a month away from 2023 already? It's right. like, where the hell did the last three years go? Oh, right. The government stole it. With the help of China. China. <laughs> China. China. China did it. And folks, it's like I, I, I love the possibility of the Chinese Communist Party losing control and a free China becoming a thing. Because there's a lot of neat shit that I want to see in China. It would be awesome. That I don't want to go to right now because of who runs the joint. Right. I don't want to experience the Chinese history by being murdered by Chinese. Yeah, I don't want to have to jump through a zillion hoops and have somebody looking over my shoulder as a, as a foreign possible spy by being a tourist. And that's what happens when you have paranoid, tyrannical regimes running major countries, or hell, any country. Right. You're a tourist. You're there to literally take pictures of the cool stuff that they that and spend money in their country, enriching their economy through your tourism, and they look at you like you're a damn spy. <laughs> so like, okay, folks, um, Russia. maybe I don't want to go and give any more of my money to your country if I can avoid it. And And... So it, it goes back and I've said it a billion times and I'll say it a billion fucking times again. I guarantee you it's always, always 100%. Always, I'm going to break this damn thing. I don't even know what that was. It was it's my little headset thing so that I can plug it into my phone and play Ooh. drums. Yeah. Don't break that. <laughs> um, always the exact same thing. It's greed. Zuck, that fucking fuck boy, $10 billion or whatever, you cannot take it with you when you are dead. Yeah. So all of you rich folk bitches, why? What's the point? You can do a lot with it while you're alive. Why are you not on how helping you decide what to do with it? So I did some math on this just the other day, and I'm going to do it live on air again because I know these numbers off the top, semi off the top of my head. There are currently, dude, my mouse is starting to piss me fuck off. <laughs> I need to get one of those transmitters that sits up I, on the okay, desk. I'm trying to think the mouse that I have here. I'm pretty sure came with my old computer from nine years ago. And you're using I've got my on... HP mouse, generic mouse that came with my nine-year-old computer. <laughs> it still works, and, I'm, and the keyboard too. I'm still using both of those, and they work fine. And it's running the Whopper. Yeah, plugged into the Whopper. But as far as the mouse goes, I'm like, yeah. And you, you and Brandon are like, hey, dude, are you gonna get a new gaming mouse? And I'm like, don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't do that kind of gaming where he needs a one millisecond like, response rate or whatever off yeah, of his mouse. Like, like, it's like, okay, I'm like playing DCS. You're not doing mouse clicking real quick. I mean, okay, no. if you're playing like Call of Duty and stuff like that, I don't play that that much. World of Warships, regular old mouse works just fine. Right. That's the same <laughs> DCS, kind of. DCS, I'm using stick and throttles. Right. And pedals. I am like, pilot, hear me. Uh. <laughs> I am pilot, hear me grunt. Yes. <laughs> hear me hook. Hook. As you pull G's. The hick maneuver. Hick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, math. Ready? Roughly, and this is the ones that they know about, roughly about a half a million homeless folks mm-hmm. in the U.S. right now. 
Roughly yeah, about five hundred thousand. Wow. Okay. So is it more than that? Oh, I'm sure. But the hey, ones that okay. like the, the census, number. the official number, and we'll just use this number: half a million, five hundred thousand people, right? Most of them in California. Those um, one year worth of the freeze dried, you know, they're not the freeze dried, but the uh, um, uh, what you call it, food, the survival food. Yeah. 2200 calories a day you know mega protein low carb basically mres kind of stuff but yeah, dressed the, up in nice the bucket of survival food you can Correct. buy three grand for an entire year's worth of food for a single human being three thousand dollars and it doesn't go bad and that's 25 like, it's not, years it's not gonna go bad after a year that's the thing you could right. have it for 20 years before you ever actually have to use it those uh, My Patriot Supply ones or whatever, they're like, and we know we didn't get paid by My Patriot. There's other ones like Four Patriots and a bunch of other ones out there. Um, they are like 25 years. They can be stored. 25 years shelf life Yeah, on this food. You know, heat up and add water or just heat up or just add water. Whatever it is, bam, 500,000, right? Multiply that times the $3,000 for each one of these. And that is 1.5 billion. 1.5 billion. Okay. 1.5 times 3, 1.5 million times a thousand, 1.5 billion. Yep. $1.5 billion could feed for an entire year. Every homeless person in America for a whole year. Every homeless person in America. 1.5. And even if I owned... 10 houses that were massive in places like Cali that have yeah. insane taxes. You wouldn't even come close to 1.5 billion. Right. For the <laughs> no. entire existence of the even home. With, yeah. Homes. I mean, buying the house and then 10 years worth of property taxes, I still don't think you're touching 1.5 billion. No. 10 houses of any size, with any equipment you got, whatever, unless you have your own damn airport built into the thing. <laughs> which hey. i would love to have but that's a hey. and that's every house <laughs> I've, I've gotta have it you know i've gotta have it for all my airplanes yeah, my own private 707 it works it works oh my god uh so there you go you can you can feed them all for an entire year with good food for 1.5 billion dollars Okay, now, let's do okay, some. And, that, and, and if you want to go, che- you, can, you can actually even do it cheaper. Because, well, yeah, okay, that's, okay, that's if you buy the the pre, you know, the 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 survival food. Okay, it doesn't go bad. Well, if you're gonna serve it all up within a year, it doesn't really matter how quickly it goes bad. So you can just get bags of rice and beans. Well, see, and that's <clears throat> that's the thing. It was it was it's kind of a twofold thing that I'm talking about here. The reason that I do that is because I don't want homeless folks. To feel like they need to go to the trough. Okay. You know, going up, you know, please uh, can have some more, you know, I, I, that needs to go because two, three, two reasons. One, that's a breeding ground for violence and corruption and disease. Yeah. And the other problem is, is it's demeaning to people. If you don't have it and it's not your own. And it's not something that you control from what you imagine is from start to finish, cradle to grave, so to speak. 
it's demeaning to you, especially if you had it all and then you lost it all. You don't want to be that kind of a person because you're not used to it. It's not right to you. Having somebody, oh, you lost everything. Well, now get in this line with this bowl for some porridge. It's it just doesn't work. It, it it's been beneath people, and people end up going really, really bad in the opposite direction because of it. So, the other math that I did <clears throat> was I found out how much per room is how they do it. By the way, it costs to build a hotel. Mm-hmm. They go down to the how much does it cost per room to build a We're hotel? We're talking garden variety motel. Motel 6 kind of thing. Nothing fancy. Well, see, now, I went to a uh, three-star. So, okay. motel, you know, old-ass hojos kind of thing. That's like okay. a one-star to a two-star. I went to, like, straight chilling at the Holiday Inn, which okay. is like a three-star. And in the three-star, I think it came out... I. Didn't ha- I didn't actually put it on my OneNote, but um, I think it came out to like $260 per room or two, oh, excuse me, $2,600 per room or something like that. To um, just build it. To just, just to build it. Right. And then say in each one of these hotels is 100 rooms. Right. That's a quarter million dollars per room plus the, it was not that, it was 26000 Yes, $2.6 million to build a basic 100-room hotel, plus Mm -hmm. some other things like developing the land and stuff like that, but you get a whole bunch of people into it. You could build 100-room hotels like that and everywhere that they're needed to, you know, give homeless folks the massive amounts of homeless folks, like in, you know, like Skid Row, yeah, in LA, Detroit, and, yeah. Chicago, DC, New York, you know, all these places. San Francisco. <laughs> oh, God. And you can do about 19 God. of them in San Francisco. But the point is that you give them and then you set up certain things in them for those social services that are spread out in your area over everywhere, which is fucking dumb. Because if I'm homeless, I more than likely do not have a car. Yeah. Or money to Uber or use public transportation in order to get. You need stuff that's easy walking distance for most of the, yeah, pretty much everything, all the basic necessities of life. Well, not even just the basic necessities. I'm talking about those programs that these people, these, yeah, these that's counties what, have. That's what, I, that's what I mean by that. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fucking insane. They're like, oh, you know, yeah, we got, uh, yeah, that's we got all this. Way across town. I'm like, how the hell do I get there? I live here. How the fuck do I or get I'm, there? I have no car. That would be about an eight-hour walk. So, oh yeah, Each they've way. got they've <laughs> got that over in 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 uh, San Jose. Go to San Jose. I'm like, motherfucker, That's I'm forty miles south of here. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, I'm in San Francisco, San Jose. What? They even have it here. There's one of the um um one of the shelters is from here, about five or so miles west or east of here the nearest uh uh place for the uh um um the county offices type of stuff like that is like 10 miles from there so oh and the unemployment office is in manassas (laughs) 
I'm not making it up. It sucks. It's Fucking, the government for it. We're from the government, and we're here. We're to here help. to help you. No, right. <laughs> no. So these numbers: one point five billion for an entire year can feed every homeless person. You can build hotels for you know ten, fifteen million dollars a piece, depending on where, and have enough rooms to give each homeless person their own residence. And yes, do you call it a temporary residence? You make requirements? Yes. Does it get kind of ugly because there'll be moochers off the system? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's why you have to put requirements. Okay, you actually have to try to get back on your feet. Exactly. So will it solve tent cities? Will it survive people with their eyes rolled back in the back of their head walking like zombies down the middle of New York City on 7th Avenue? No. Will it help the people that are willing to utilize it and it help them more effectively and save lives? Yes. Who pays for it? Zuck alone. Could just donate the money and it would make no difference to him. Correct. It would literally not affect his bottom line at all. And as a matter of fact, it would give so much good publicity to Facebook. Facebook would take back over the the culture wars from this the uh, social media world. Yeah. They may have already gobbled up Instagram, but they don't have Snapchat. They don't have Twitter. Yeah. You know, Twitter's... Yeah. <laughs> Twitter's <laughs> well, the they're one not going to have Twitter because the richer guy now owns it. Right. But even him. Yeah. But here's well, the difference the UN, between actually was it um was it the UN guy was it some dude with the UN who said okay yeah if we six billion dollars we could solve world hunger <laughs> Elon said dude show me step by step how we do that I sell Tesla stock tomorrow and we make it happen mm-hmm. he called the dude's bluff and the dude like, said nothing uh, six billion dollars uh, that's nothing to a guy like me let's show me how this will actually work and I'll I'll make it happen tomorrow. We're going to have this rolling by the end of the week. And the guy's like, uh, well, I actually, what I meant was, oh, you're backtracking. <laughs> so, hmm. Drew, the mathematics that I did. Yeah. What if I put together a plan? That's what I'm saying. Put together the actual thing. And, and then send it to Elon. Like Elon and Zuck and Gates and all the rest of and, and Bezos and everybody else. Like, hey, Help. this is a real thing. I'll come up with an idea and then actually have it researched and Zuck will Zuck box me. No, yeah, like, I'll go wait, to... You're going to... Wait, wait, you're going to fix a problem in our society? What? That we use as a political football every two years? Right? No, no. we can't have that. But Elon, and see that, that that's the thing <laughs> I love about Elon. He would actually be on board with it. It's like, he yeah, would be he on would board with make it. it happen. Because think about Zuck. Zuck... I'm serious, dude. If you're listening to this because, you know, your your internet sniffers listen listen for words like zuck. Zuck, 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 zuck. Zuck, 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 zuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, bruh. You are not going to take it with you. Does Zuck even have a family? Does he have a wife and kids? I honestly don't know. I, I really don't know. I Mark, honestly don't know. Zuck. Mark Zuckerberg. He does. He does. They they just keep him really out of the spotlight, though. He he does really good with that. Um, Priscilla Chan is his wife. And then Maxima 
and August. Go right. figure. Famous rich people always give their kids weird names. Yep. Have fun on the playground, kids. And they're they're itty bitty. They're 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 new. They're like two or three years old. Seriously, it's like these Hollywood types that name their kids all kinds of interesting stuff. I'm like, oh, this kid was screwed before they ever had a chance. <laughs> well, they're growing up rich, and Max, their parents did them no favors. Maxima and August, those are like, like ancient, uh, 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 what you call it, Roman names. I was like, Maxima, that's the name of a Nissan. Right. That was named after a person. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I say Maximus from and Augustus. I'm like, Roman I get times. <laughs> and I'm here, I'm like, all right, Mark. Are, are either of you descendants of ancient Rome? I'm curious. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I am. I'm, yeah, interesting. I would love to know where Zuck is from. Well, I mean Zuckerberg probably. Yeah, like the family lineage going back. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Anyway, um, but yeah. So <laughs> I was like, guys, uber rich people out there. All right, somebody just concoct a plan. You guys and, like serious plan on how to do this. I'm like. Folks, y'all have, this is how much it's going to cost. It is way less than what y'all got. And we can actually, you know, make this happen. You sneeze and you would lose more money than doing this. You you lost more than that. It's like you've taken bigger losses than that in less than a day. Every single one of those guys guaranteed has lost more money than that in a single day because of some stock price slump. Oh, and the, the, the government can take care of you. Government cheese, right? No, we're going to give that amount of money plus a lot. We're going to give it to a company or to a country for gender studies. Yeah. Or we'll give it to Ukraine to launder back to us through this Bitcoin uh, exchange program, the FTX thing. That's been a really right. interesting story. <laughs> Fill them in, Drew, because it, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um so folks uh it, it appears that this this dude uh sam bankman freed was running a current uh cryptocurrency exchange that's what it ostensibly was <clears throat> which as it turned out was a money laundering operation from ukraine to certain politicians here in the united states And basically, the tens of billions of dollars we've been giving to Ukraine since February has partly filtered back to the very politicians in America who appropriated it in the first place through FTX and this cryptocurrency exchange. I'm going to start using air quotes now. Oh, you got to. (laughs) Yeah. So, and now this guy's in the Bahamas, living in the Bahamas, and I'm like, and there's no effort, as as far as I know right now, to extradite this guy to the U.S. and actually put him on trial for oh, of course billions of dollars of misappropriation. Folks, you want to talk about embezzlement? This dude used client money to buy houses for his family, like parents. Like, oh, no, I'm just going to take the client money and I'm going to use like $10, 15000000 million of it. I'm going to go buy my mom a new house with somebody else's money who they gave me for investment purposes, literally. This is Bernie Madoff all over again. And I'll never understand why people are defending the U.S. government getting into uh, 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 angel lending, essentially. Yeah. Like, you're being an angel investor, and you're the government? 
Yeah, it's like I understand paying for stuff. Like you commission a contractor Absolutely. to design an airplane or something. That's a different story. Totally different story. That's a different story. It's not all that different, but it's technically in the eyes of the law and everything else. Different story. It's like, hey, all right, we you're a company that makes airplanes. We need an airplane that does all of this. Submit proposals. And it's not just one. They have a whole bunch of them, like F-35, for example. And that, that was the winner of a program, but and that, mainly ended up between Lockheed and Boeing. Right. Because they were the two biggest manufacturers at the time in America that really were into this sort of thing. I think Northrop Grumman might have even had a I think but they were also, tried. yeah, they were uh, busy doing something for um, um, SpaceX, I think. So back they in ended the 90s? up. Oh, back in the, the 90s. The 35 started back in the 90s. Never mind then. Yeah, this, this is, I know they did the YF-23, which was a competitor to the F-22, and it ended up losing the contest oh, between, yeah. that, between those two. Yeah. And then, Thought I don't the know if they did anything for the JSF program. The Joint Strike Fighter was how the F-35 got started. Yep. The idea is, all right, let's take one airframe and have all three major services, Army, Navy, and or Air Force, Navy, and Marines, all using the same airplane. We've done this before, folks. It's called the F-4 Phantom. <laughs> People forget. We had a Joint Strike Fighter 60 years ago. We did this. By the way, it FTX. It was a badass airplane. It did have quite a few limitations. By the way, FTX's website uh, is is gone now. Uh, oh, yeah. Been, it, that joint is. It's, it's been, been replaced. It's like in the wind with billions of dollars. We're all oh, saying, what the hell? It's been replaced by the uh, uh, Kroll, which is part of the case uh, uh, management for the, the, the bankruptcy court case going on so there's a whole thing about the case background uh case dates who's involved judge dorsey uh bankruptcy judge they're doing it on in the district of delaware of course delaware like the state that exists mainly to be a tax shelter right there are more companies in the state of delaware than there are people yes seriously folks take a look at this shit no wonder joe biden is a senator from there It's like, no wonder they put that guy in the White House. See, I got to stop reading things on the internet and move on because this one says, Dear Santa, all I want is a fat bank account and a skinny body. Please don't mix it up again like last year. Ah. Accurate, dickhead. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. But so, yeah, folks, uh, we've we've got cryptocurrency exchanges and it turned into a giant money laundering scheme with quite a few elected members of our government benefiting directly from it. Not just one side of the aisle, both sides of the aisle, folks. There's a lot of people with their hands in this cookie jar. And I smelled a rat as soon as they started throwing big piles of money at Ukraine 10 months ago. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah, we found $40 billion at the drop of a hat to send to a country that is not officially our ally, not a member of NATO. And in an an active war. In an active war with another country, who also is neither our ally or our sworn enemy declared war against us or any of that crap. So we just found $40 billion of taxpayer money at the drop of a hat when six years ago they said, we can't find $8 billion to build a wall on our southern border. We just, we just can't afford it. And one, They found $40 billion at the drop of that, five times as much. Yep. And one It's all about tenth, what's important to them. One-tenth of this. One tenth yeah, of that is money what Ron, is what Ron is talking about for the budget for this program. Could have what homed. can we have done? And that was forty billion. That was initially. 
We've spent double that now. Yeah, you could have. And they want even more. Homed, clothed, and fed every homeless person in the country. Look at Gringo O'Dork, one jackass who can't win an election to save his life at any level other than El Paso. Right. How many? He's wasted over a hundred million dollars on three failed election bids in the last five years now. One hundred Texas senator. Dollars. U.S. president didn't even get to the freaking primaries. Didn't even get to the voting starting, and then Texas governor. Three complete failures. Over a hundred million dollars spent on these campaigns. How many homes, just homeless veterans, let's start with the people who've just actually start with the vets. served this country right. and absolutely earned an opportunity to get back on their feet because of what's happened to them. Start with them. A hundred plus million dollars. How many homeless veterans could we have taken care of in this who have very much earned it with that money? Just on his vanity, how much money has been wasted on that one man's vanity? Yeah, uh, maybe in my thing, I'll also do it for Veterans First, because I could e- very easily get Gary Sinise involved. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Lieutenant Dan! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> I need to speak to you. <laughs> Sir, I have got an idea. Let's start talking to people. You know a lot more famous and rich people than I do. Yes. Maybe we can make something happen here. And I'm, granted, I'm sure you're probably not the first person to come to him with ideas on how to do this. No, I'm but sure the, he's been see, getting it for 20 some years now. But see, that's the thing. You have to bring them a plan, not an idea. This is not a cocktail a napkin laid out plan. I'm sure people have. This is not a cocktail napkin kind of bullshit. No, this is actually laid out for real. Here's step by step how we do this actual battle plan. Kind of want to see what his I'm network sure is. I'm sure people have come to him with these sorts of things before. I'd be shocked if he nobody ever had. I'm sitting here going, uh, really? Him of all people? Nobody's even... Yeah. Nobody's tried it? Wow. All right. So, Gary Sinise's reported net worth is $50 million. Yeah. His salary is $15 million a year. He does so much different things, though. He's a philanthropist. He's a producer, director, uh, voice actor, spokesman. Uh, he does theater direction. Nice. And he's a DB. A lot of these Hollywood types, when they accumulate enough work, net enough money, they don't need to work for a living anymore. They can go have fun, (laughs) have fun, or be somebody like Gary Sinise. Yeah, and And go out there and do a whole bunch of great, real charitable work. Real charity, not tax shelter charities. Think about think about the Matrix. Okay, three films. And absurd amounts of other tacked on bullshit that ended up being bullshit. Please stop Hollywood fucking knock it off. Um, the only star from the entire series, all of the films that you still see in the news doing things for others or it's doing things in general is Keanu. Where's Lawrence Fishburne? Where's Morpheus? I'm sure he's out there doing some kind of charity. A lot. The wild part is a lot of Hollywood types do a lot of real charitable work, and they don't like to advertise it. Underground. Absolutely. Ashton Kutcher is actually a really great example of this. Ashton he's been out there hunting huge. down human traffickers. Yes. Like that, and, himself. And he, he does not like to advertise this either because he doesn't want them to know he's after them. Right. 
And I'm like, like he a is a lot of Hollywood types who do a lot of real good work in these fields. And, and they don't like the advertising. <laughs> They're not doing it for the kudos. They're doing it to actually get stuff done. But As, yeah. But folks in Hollywood that do these fucking great things. I know you don't want the notoriety. I know you don't want the over the topness coming at your face or whatever. But you have to understand that sometimes you need to take it. And the reason that you need mm-hmm. to take it though is because Right now, the vision of Hollywood is that all are scum, all will straight up rob you and get away with murder. And that is tagged to you, too. So Keanu Reeves, who's in Hollywood, I don't even think he lives in SoCal, which is, I think he lives out like in the desert fucking somewhere in that, that area where they were doing the training for John Wick with the gun thing, you know, with oh, the, the, with I don't know the where Terran tactical actually is located. I'm the Glock sure. girl, <laughs> which was awesome. Well, that is, he was, he was training uh, with Terran tactical for, uh, that was a Terran John Wick. Films. Okay. I don't, I don't know where they're located though, but the video that I, that they, they did where he was just like plank, 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 yeah, plank, three plank like a boss. with Terran. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know where they're located is my, is what I'm saying. The though. fact that you all do those things, but Hollywood has this imagery. You're the Harvey Weinsteins of the world. And it's like, oh, yeah, we all look at Hollywood going, folks, you, you got a lot of bad characters. Why both do in kids, front of and behind the camera. Why do kids want to grow up to be pilots or doctors or nurses cool, or, fun. It's or cops? Neat. It captures your imagination. Fire. It's not just the at the thing that you're doing. It's the people that are doing it. So insert kid a goes to one of those community events and sees a firefighter dressed up from head to toe in, in, in the, the breakout, all the, gear, gear. All the yeah. turnout gear. They got a giant, you know, Peterbilt behind them that is blinking and spraying water all over the place. It's cool. They're listening to this firefighter talk and they know that that firefighter is out there to save people's lives. Yep. That firefighter in a lot of areas, they don't get paid. They're volunteers. Yeah, a lot of them are volunteers. They have day jobs to actually put a roof over their head and food on the table. And then at the end of the day, their work day, they dip out and go hang out at the firehouse. And they get a call for somebody with chest pains. And they go and save their ass. Okay, then you got ones that go career or you got ones that go into fire marshalling or you've got chiefs, you've got, you know, you got paid staff that becomes your your uh, uh, ranked members and stuff like that. You know, there is a there's a future into that. There's things that you can do, but why does the child attach his or herself to it in the first place? And it's because of the human connection. Yep. Okay. They get that human connection. They see that person doing something great. And they're like, wow, that's awesome. They can walk down the street and see a crackhead every five minutes. And they're falling over themselves. They're drooling over themselves. They're screaming at the air. I don't want that for me. Don't want that. This is your egg, right? This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs, right? You know, the, there's a reason those commercials actually worked. 
Okay. The whole dare but, thing. Said, oh, just say no doesn't work. Worked for me. Worked for me. Well, it worked for 34 years, I guess. <laughs> and then it well, wasn't. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, I wasn't, it, was wasn't like, 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 it, was, it was around the time we were born when Nancy Reagan was all about just say no. It was like, okay, yeah. it's around the time. Yeah, mid 80s. It followed us all the way through yeah. our childhood. Dare. Dare was oh, there. Oh, I remember Dare. Oh, yeah. I had a Dare shirt. Which is one of the reasons I said no to the shot. <laughs> hey, folks, like, uh, as kids, the, the, the Dare generation. They like, were like, hmm, nah. Is this peer pressure? Yeah, no, peer we're good. Peer pressure is real, folks, and it's strong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're like, nope, we're good. Well, and then I did, and then I go and have a heart attack. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go on a cruise, and the cruise says you got to do this. I'm like, all right, well, you ain't getting my fucking money. You know what's really that's, sad? Yeah, that, that's where I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the wife and daughter want to go on the cruise. Fine. All right, you go if you want. They got my money. I know. That's the kind of thing where, okay, before they get a single penny from me, I find out what the terms are. I read the fine print before I sign on the dotted line. And I like, did, too. Oh, yeah, you want me to do this that's an absolute deal breaker? Nope. You ain't getting my money. <laughs> so I did, and they changed it. They changed it seven times. Between when I bought the tickets and the date of the cruise. Seven times. There should have been an opt-out. It was like, okay, I want my money back. Right. There should have been a mechanism in there because that is bait and switch slash hire a lawyer territory. I'm just waiting until, you know, we call Johnson Johnson, you know, Allen and Johnson because were you, you know, affected by the COVID-19 vaccine and blah, blah, blah. You just, yeah, you just know. You it's may like, be entitled to compensation. Law of James Sokolov. Yes. <laughs> like, did you take the COVID-19 vaccine between the years 2020 and 2022? You may be entitled to compensation. Most likely from your employer because the people who make the things are completely protected. Thank you, Uncle Sam. Whoever it was who forced you to take things, like, all right, well, there should have been some kind of mechanism for you to get your money back from this cruise line. But if your employer tells you to take it or you get fired, it's like, that sounds like civil rights territory to me, but just saying <laughs> if you be interesting, if something is so scary and deadly that you have to force and or coerce a people to do something they would if it really was that deadly they'd be lining up to do it you wouldn't need to coerce them correct coercion implies this thing doesn't actually work and everybody's suddenly realizing that let's make it mandatory by the way i don't know if you heard the news or not about a week ago a new captain for my previous airline died in flight <gasps> they're flying from chicago to columbus Brand new captain on IOE, check airman on the right seat. Dude has a heart attack in there. Check airman has to fly the airplane back. They're in the air for all about 37 minutes, land back in Chicago. And the guy who had a heart attack did not make it. This happened a week ago. And let me guess, he was in phenomenal shape. As far as I know, dude was jabbed. Now, that being said, my previous employer did not mandate it. Mm -hmm. I will say this much. It's like, kudos, they realized... All right, we're really short on pilots and, and, and people right now. If we're chasing people away by forcing people to do this and not giving them any opportunity to say no, um, we're going to have to give them even bigger pay raises than we already are. Exactly. 
And they were like, so already, yeah, they, they realized all right, already. You, you have a pilot shortage now. You're just <laughs> yeah. going to throw freaking rocket fuel on that. Yes. Fire. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, yeah. So they didn't. That being said, like good on them. But I just say, this is one of those situations where we're going, folks, um, it's not only do you need to know your pilot hasn't been drinking, you, you kind of need to know whether or not he's gotten a certain needle in his arm and at any point in the past. You know what I've also noticed from the reports and stuff like that is that the vast majority of the random drop deads that seemingly are, are very related to this. And this is a pilot who has to go through a physical examination at least once a year. Every year. If he's on the far side of 40, it's every six months. It's twice a year, yeah. including an EKG once a year. When you turn 35, the first physical you have after that includes an EKG. I had that done last year. Mm-hmm. And once I turn 40, I have to have an EKG done every year as long as I want to continue maintaining my medical certificate to be a pilot. Yeah, y'all don't realize that the pilots out so there. The pilots are out there. They're healthy. In the US, I mean, if there's anyway. a cardiac issue, <laughs> the doctor will catch it because we get checked out regularly, folks. Yeah, you don't see airline pilots dropping like flies. No. Okay, we like tend the, to be uh, whether we're overweight or not, we tend to be generally on the healthier side of the population. But then you got if people not, like bus drivers fly. and tractor trailer drivers, and them like you 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 hear a lot of stories of one of them just kind of kirking out while driving down the road at seventy miles an hour with you know forty thousand pounds behind them on a fifty three foot trailer crash. You know, it's, <laughs> you know they don't have an ATP cert. Yeah, they don't have nearly the the level of training and certification and experience required to get those certifications that pilots do. Exactly. So airline pilots, anyway. So still the safest, safest, safest uh, mode of transportation. So that pilot died. This is now the second one that I know of where the pilot had a heart attack in the cockpit. One of them Airline survived, pilot. though, right? One of them was about earlier this year. He survived yeah. because it happened six minutes after they set the parking brake after pulling into the gate. Yep, yep. This one happened in the air. And, by the way, that's also why you have a multi-person crew. Because this if is why one there's more than one person in the cockpit, folks. Tango and uniform. The law ever, they even consider a yeah. law changing that requirement. We're in deep shit. And people are like, oh, you can always take the pilots out of the, the, the equation and stuff like that. I'm like, no, you can't. No. The airplanes I'll, aren't there yet, folks. And I don't think in our lifetimes they ever will be. We will be honest with you. Me from the Boeing world, him from the Airbus world. When we take off, depending on your, your, your company, usually at about a thousand feet off the ground, you hit the autopilot. little button. Yeah. And the pre-programmed shit that you put into the computer for your entire flight is in there, Mm -hmm. depending on what, again, your company says yes or no, and where you're going. If even if the weather's bad, the system has the capability on like his aircraft and on the ones that I know how to fly, have the ability to auto land them asses. Yeah, you have to set it up. You have to set it up properly. You have to make sure the computer's programmed correctly before you let it do what it's thinking. And the whole time you're monitoring it to make sure that it it's does doing what, you what it's supposed to do. do. Exactly. There's we've we've been trained on full auto land capability in this aircraft. I've been through it several times in the sim, and all the stuff you have to do is okay. You have to make sure at multiple points along the course of the landing, from 400 feet down to the ground, 
it's doing what you told it to do. And, and it's if it scary, doesn't do that, it? you have to abort the landing. The very around. first time you do it, especially in a full motion, it was scary, wasn't it? Well, it's the kind of thing. Like, okay, I'm land. looking inside, and literally, I'm like, dunk, and I'm like, okay, I have not looked above the glare shield, and the wheels are now on the ground. You're like, this is awesome. I'm, I'm, <laughs> as, as the pilot monitoring, the way we do the procedure is, I'm in the right seat. Captain's actually landing the aircraft, even though the computer's doing it. Right. Captain's at the controls. And he's basically what we're doing and is we're monitoring the, the computer <laughs> to make sure that it does it correctly. And you have and if it doesn't, hood. we intervene. And you have the hood on, as it were. It's like Effectively, old yeah. school. We're, 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 we're heads down pretty much. Yeah. And our job is to, if the computer doesn't do what it's supposed to do, something breaks, the signal it's getting from the ground that it's tracking to land automatically, if that goes wrong, okay, we got to intervene. We got to make sure this thing doesn't plow into the ground. Now, also, ladies and gentlemen, there are only some runways. Even at a yes. large airport, there may yeah. be only like one. Like Dulles, et cetera. Not one every runway, runway is set up to do this. Yes. Um, uh, I think at Dulles, it's center. I think it's, no. It's either, I could probably pull out my, I go grab my iPad and go pull out the charts and tell yeah, you. Yeah, we can sure. do that on the, next, yeah, the next half of the show. Um, oh, yeah, well, folks, we're going to bore the shit out of you with airplane stuff. It's like, again, you never know what you're going to get on the porch factor because we'll, we'll cover everything. Everybody asks Always. me, so what's your podcast about? Linger longer. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think I've said just that. I think I've said that before. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, does it do, do the aircraft have the capability? Absolutely. However. Is it, reliable, the plane. is it reliable yeah. enough because of the changing situations that happen in the air every second? This is not every minute. This is not every hour. Every second. Every second. Continuously having to adjust what's going on. The whole time. From the time you... And we got a lot of airplanes in the air all trying to go to the same runways, at the same airports, and got multiple airports in close proximity like in New York. And in D.C. and here in Dallas, I literally live halfway between DFW and Dallas Love, two very busy airports. And do y'all do you do y'all do many turns through Atlanta, or do you guys avoid that? Because oh yeah, I've been through Atlanta a bunch of times. All right, so Atlanta is the busiest airport on the planet Earth. And Chicago O'Hare and Chicago Midway next to each other. You got San Francisco and Oakland right next to each other. L.A. You got Burbank, LAX, Ontario, Orange County, Long Beach, all right there. It's yeah, insanity. Folks, we start talking about very busy, very busy, very crowded sky. At least in the vicinity of places where people actually want to go. Right. So, uh, and looking every, at a because, okay, and because airlines have to, you know, get people there and okay, get on another plane to go to the place you ultimately want to go. Everybody's got to get there and then leave at roughly the same time. So you see a whole truckload of flights coming in at the same time to this airport. Then things just calm down for about two hours. And then everybody leaves. Let me (laughs) show you. It happens all the time. I I can go over to DFW, and if I mistime the thing where it's like, all right, a whole bunch of planes coming in, and then I get there a little bit too late, I'm going to go have lunch over at Founders Plaza, DFW, just, you know, nope. No airplanes for like the next two hours. DFW is a ghost town as far as the sky is concerned. All right. So I'm going to show you something. Not you because you already know what it is. But I'm going to show folks something real quick. 
This is a website called flightaware.com. It's a great website. If you have a family member or somebody that is flying and you want to just track their airplane and see what's up, get their, their, uh, their flight number and plug it in here and it will show you the, uh, the plane. It's great. It's great. And here's cargo Lux Italia, right? Going from JFK to Luxembourg. Is that a seven, four? It is a, every time I've seen cargo Lux, they're always uh, seven fours. Where the fuck does it say it in here? Aircraft detail. Yep. Seven, four, four, seven, four, four. So, Cargolux flew from John F. Kennedy Airport, right there, in New York, followed one of the transatlantic routes, which, by the way, is the where it stops being green is where they stop being on primary radar. Yep. You're no longer on the radar. You're out over the ocean and you're telling people where you are. And that's the only way anybody knows that you're not going to hit somebody. Correct. Now, that's air traffic to, control relies on you telling them where you are. And yes, I've been trained on that too. And here you go. All these little turns, these little adjustments, all the way turn. There's probably a VOR right there in Maine. Boink. Yep. Or Goes some in, uh, GPS waypoint. Yep. And this is pretty much a direct path up until I don't know what that little wiggle is. I'm not sure. I think that was just a website thing. <laughs> no, that, but, that okay. That's where, okay. That's right where they enter the oceanic uh, control. That might be okay. We're slopping over to you know uh, to be right on it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's what's called strategic uh, lateral offset program, and literally it's like all right, you put into the box. I want to fly one mile or two miles parallel to my course. Ah, got you. Or to aid in reducing the possibility of hitting other airplanes. All right, so you'll notice that that line, because there was no actual tracking per se, is a is basically perfectly what straight the GPS line. Is saying all the way until the European Terminator green again, which is right there above Ireland. When you start start talking to Go, uh, Gatwick, Gatwick Control, boink, and then turn, 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 and that's where he is right now. He is coming up on, on London, Rome, uh, Luxembourg. Oh, Luxembourg. Yeah, Cargo Lux. Yep. yep. Uh, and it's almost over uh, uh, London right now. Yep. Okay, so the website is fucking awesome, but what I wanted to show you originally <laughs> was... Let's see how crowded the sky is over Europe, folks. <laughs> this is it. Okay? Look over England specifically. We'll bring it... Uh, the entire UK. That's how many airplanes are over the UK. And you zoom in and it gets even more. <laughs> but... That that's that's it. I mean, coming out of Heathrow. Oh yeah, big right? business out of Heathrow and Gatwick. Two very busy airports. Okay, and look at Ireland. Ireland essentially has no planes over it, <laughs> which is crazy to me. Yeah, Shannon <laughs> used to be the big place where everybody landed with the seaplanes. SNN there. Yeah, yeah, that was the big one. That yeah, but Galway's quiet as shit. Yeah. Dublin is quiet as shit. It's yeah, it's basically local flights. Yeah, you know, okay, it's smaller airliners, not big seven fours or triple sevens crossing oceans that are landing there usually. Aer Lingus will probably have a couple big heavies coming in from various places, but yeah, and generally is, speaking, it's mostly smaller, smaller airliners, seven threes, Airbuses, that sort of thing. And there's a bunch of terminators over here, like Brussels and oh yeah, Frankfurt, Frankfurt, a huge Frankfurt hub, yep. Paris. 
Let's move right. on over. Here's all the planes on the transatlantic. All planes crossing the Atlantic. <laughs> See these guys? They're they're literally following a line. These two look like they're going to smash together, but they're about two thousand feet separated in altitude. One thousand. One thousand, maybe. And probably they're slopping, so they're a mile separated. You know, sidestepped, so that they don't hit each other, as we were discussing earlier. This guy. Is yeah. Okay. Here's one me. coming from was it London to Orlando, British Airways. Nice speedbird. It's a Speedbird's triple seven, right? Anyway, all right. Yeah. So this guy so, is currently at three five. There's definitely some kind of storm in the North Atlantic right now. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, you get that big low pressure area right there off of uh, off of Newfoundland there. And this guy is at three four. So there is a one thousand foot difference. So even though they look like they're going to tink, yep, at some point. There's thousand feet separation. Now, the reason that I'm bringing that up is because I want you to look at our one country. Yeah, look how busy the USA is in terms of airplanes. In comparison to the entirety of Europe. And here's an interesting thing. We're doing this on Sunday after Thanksgiving, which is one of the busiest travel days of the year. Yes. Those planes are damn near full every single one of them. So multiply that by an average of what would you say, 150 on average? Ballpark, yeah. Multiply Each one of those that. planes represents about 150 people yeah. riding in the back. Yep. So we literally have hundreds of thousands of humans airborne above this country right this very second. Now yeah. the crazy thing is to watch this when during 9/11 Oh, when, it when just, they closed the airspace and all of a sudden started, yeah, everybody landed and nobody was taken off. See these, this line, this is one of the, this is one of the, uh, lanes going down to Florida. Mm-hmm. Imagine seeing that right there on the far right side of the screen pointed to every major air, uh, airfield that was capable yep. everybody of landing Everybody continue on to your destination, but nobody's taken off. Right, or if they were long ones, like they were, you know, Oh, DC. yeah, the overseas guys all had to go to... Uh, uh, they went to, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Newfoundland. Um, uh, Newfoundland and... Uh, oh, what's the, name of, what's the name of the place? What am I thinking of? Is it... Gander. Gander. Gander, yep, yep. Yeah. Where the, where the radar, or where, where the control where, is... Yeah, where the oceanic control For the oceanic the control, exactly. But yes, imagine seeing a line like that running into... Well, this particular line's going into Fort Lauderdale in Miami, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> Tampa, Orlando, it's, dude, everybody's going to Florida today. Well, it's Miami's a Jesus big hub Christ. for a big airline, so it makes sense that everybody's going to Miami. So yeah, and Orlando, a, everybody obviously wants to go in and out of there because of Disney. God As damn. Said, Orlando's airport code is MCO, which really stands for McCoy Air Force Bases, which yep. is what it used to be. No, everybody seems to call it Mickey Corporate Office. Yep. But the accuracy, though, <laughs> Mickey come up, Mickey come over, Mickey's corporate office, whatever. Yeah, it's because of Disney. That is one of the reasons Orlando has such a huge amount of air traffic. And apparently, all these these tubes are going to Aruba. This yep. is a seven three eight, and there's a line of people going oh, yeah. to Aruba. A line. <laughs> Yep, that's a whole bunch. Well, that's also going to South America, too. That's one of the big airways going to all the different destinations in South America. The fuck is TPA? Tampa. Avianca. Oh, okay. They're, they're, oh, the call they're, sign. They're yeah, call yeah, sign. Yeah, Avianca. Yep, heading to 
Avianca Cargo. Okay, I was going to say Miami to Brazil. I'm like, Avianca's a Colombian carrier. Going to Brazil. Okay. On an A332. <laughs> nice. Anyway, all right, so we can get lost in that for hours. Yeah, really. <laughs> we can talk about this for the next two hours, folks. You'll be bored <laughs> senseless. But the point is, when I it's showed you... busy sky. We have the busiest sky. Let's go over to Russia right quick. Just right quick. The entirety... Up. The entirety... Yeah, look at, look at Dubai and uh, Abu Dhabi. Look there. at China. <laughs> Yeah, China's relatively, yeah, not so empty. much. Empty. Really much empty, yeah. I'm pretty sure that that is, what, the third most populous country on the planet? Though the most. Is it the China? most? Did it take the over, oh, yeah, it take over India? It, it, India's second place. I'm not sure who third place is. I thought it was India first still. Uh, India's close second, but it's still China, I believe, still is... Yeah, China's number one still. Yeah, real close. China, they India, and they just did it. Okay, and yeah, yeah we're, we're third. We're, third. Yeah. we're a distant third. A massively we're, distant we're almost third. almost a billion people behind India. So think about that. Okay? We are less yeah, than one... Yeah, we're a billion people behind India. India's less, catching up to China, though. We are less than one third of the next one up. A quarter. Might be at a quarter, Yeah. We're about a quarter of India. Yeah, yeah, about a quarter. All right. And we are the largest country per, you know, human in comparison. But our net change, what the fuck? What is with the net change? They're having lots of babies in India. (laughs) Either that or people are dipping the fuck out from everywhere else and going to India. They added three, the 13 and a half million people in a year that's one percent growth in one year in one year jesus wow. christ wow. <laughs> now a also lot of babies in india also look at this number the urban population of india is only 35 percent of their people live in urban locations what they determine to be urban locations in china 61 it's 61 percent you go back to flight aware and look at china again china now, granted, China still has a lot of restrictions on who can fly in and out of there. You actually have to have a visa on your passport to go to China. As a pilot. As a pilot. Well, as a pilot, I have no idea what it's like for passengers. I haven't looked into it at all, as I discussed earlier. Yes. I'm in no interest to go visit the place right now. Zero. <laughs> but, all right, let's look at Japan. And Japan is They're a re- very busy. Of the- Tokyo Narita is like a Boeing factory. <laughs> yeah. My dad's flown. My dad flew through there once about 20, 25 years ago, and he's like, "It's a Boeing factory. It's triple sevens and seven fours everywhere." This is right when the triple sevens were starting to show up, so there was a truckload of seven fours. Yeah, I would love to look at this. Maybe I'll take a screenshot later because right now it's like what two in the morning. In oh yeah, we're the opposite right now. side of the opposite side of the world. So yeah, yeah. they're kind of in the. Slack they're past the right pri- the prime meridian. It's still yesterday there. Yeah, they're okay. no. It's tomorrow. Or it's tomorrow there today hey, remember right they're east of us they're ahead of us so they are um yeah it's like butt ass early in the morning over there so that makes yeah, a lot of sense middle of the night over there so yeah they're kind of on the slow time right now but even other places yeah. around there look at no look at dubai look at, seriously go right over there yeah. on the, oh yeah, my right god there at the entrance to the persian gulf oh my dubai god and abu dhabi between etihad and emirates oh my there's a lot of air traffic over the gulf right now that, by the way, is those one are of the big most, airplanes. Almost every yes, one of those is a heavy. Is a heavy. 
they fly a long way with a lot of people. By the way, that arrival in Dubai is so goddamn beautiful. Holy shit. I'm going to see it someday. <laughs> oh, dude, it is so. Pretty sure I'll see it someday. So fucking gorgeous. Uh, what was I going to do? Ah, yep. Help. There we go. I fixed. What's it doing now? You know, I really need a multi-channel one of these. Because this one channel thing with no uh, notifications of what channel I'm looking at, it's kind of a crapshoot. Oh, no. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, I need more coffee. All right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. Jet fuel, Ron. Yes. Send it up. <laughs> Where did you buy that from, by the way? Uh, HEB. Nice. Local grocery store. I'm pretty sure you can order it online on Amazon or somewhere. Or it's sure probably you, even, you probably get it on Amazon. unless it's a Texas company, it's probably I, available. The Independence Coffee Company. Let me have a look. I do not know. Yeah, it is a Texas coffee company, but you can probably get it online. Probably get it on Amazon. Sorry, I got lost in drumming. Anyway, <laughs> Ron got a little into it. A <laughs> little bit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, from the Porsche Factor, I am Ron. I am Drew. Thank you all for coming in, whether you are a shitlord or you're a lab attendant or you're a stoop kid or you're just some rando driver by or whatever. Don't shoot us. Um, thank you all for coming in. Now, for you shitlords... There is another hour and a half coming to you very, very shortly. So we ain't done. We ain't done yet. So if you are not a shitlord, you can go to theporchfactor.com slash be a shitlord and you can join so that you can log in and you can hear the entire half, the other, the second half of the show. The other side. The whole other the side. The flip side. We'll see you on the flip side. <laughs> Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming in, and we'll see you shitlords shortly. Love you, bye-bye. Adios. Why don't you call my name? I wanna be your